I'm sure everyone wishes we would drown in a ditch or a gutter or whatever, instead of succeed, but unfortunately things are going just fine for us. And in fact, they're going so fine that we're going to do a live stream festival thing to show how fine we're doing. Uh, it's on Saturday, June 5th, and this is true. We're contractually obligated to tell you about it. Uh, basically, it's a bunch of podcasts and bands and plenty of them you've heard on E1. Uh, Every Time I Die featuring Keith Buckley of E1 fame is going to be there. Uh, Zola Jesus will be there as made famous by the E1 Miami song. And of course, New York post-punk revivalists, the Chapo Trap Houses will be headlining. Um, So basically, we're trying to do a thing that's completely independent. And the more tickets we sell, the more it proves we can pull this stuff off in the future. So it's worth it to actually support us and buy the ticket and all that. Uh, you know, you're just going to have to do it. Otherwise, we're going to start doing Lisa Mattress ads. The streaming platform is called Frequency, and it's from uh, the people who do the Pickathon Festival, so you can trust them, you know. And it's one of those online names where they take a really generic word and remove all the vowels from it. So tickets are at frqncy.live slash frqncy1, but I'll just put the link in the episode description so you can just click it. Um, oh yeah, and it's cheap to buy tickets, cheaper to buy tickets this week than in the future, so you should just do it like right now and get it over with, all right? All right. The following is an archived podcast presented by the Branson and Hudson Foundation for Podcast Recovery. This podcast is entitled Easy Going. It is the first and only episode of the podcast. Welcome to episode one. From the crazy mountains of the Sierra Nevada to the Golden Gate Bridge... To the vineyards of Napa Valley, to the stuff in Fresno, <laughs> to sunny San Diego, on your way down California 1, or as what we like to call the Pacific Coast Highway, you might want to stop by here in little old LA, maybe for a hot dog from Pink's or a ride on the famous Santa Monica Pier Ferris Wheel, also in Grand Theft Auto 5, from the doors to the Sock Rock and Chili Peppers. We got the stars and the surf, and we're not a bad stop for a little toker, too. Cali has it all. My name is Goliath Lake, and I'm here with my dudes, Alpine, Dale North, and Johnny Feelgood Johnson. We're here to talk all things California. Welcome to the first episode of Easy Going. What's up? Man, I'm hella stoked to be here. I'll tell you that much. Oh, there's that bay coming out. I hear, hear it in your voice saying hella. Yeah, I'm from uh, Tampa. Right I'm from there. Tampa Bay actually, but I just moved here last week and I'm fucking psyched. I've always felt Californonian in my blood, you know. Uh like ever right. since, you know, growing up I was listening to the songs like Red Hot Chili Peppers and and Tupac and all those songs about California and I was like I listened to that stuff a lot and then I was like, "Whoa, it's a state too? It's not just a song?" So then like <laughs> once I found that out, it was like psh, it's over. All right, uh, getting into the spirit of things. I'm liking oh, it. Let's keep it rolling, I say. I mean, we're off to a good start, but where do we start? I mean, we take our time. That's what we do. That's what Callie's all about. Laid back, you know? Well, maybe we just, you know, take it off naturally. What you been up to lately, man? It feels good to, like, catch up. I know we're doing, like, a podcast and all, but, you know, feels good to dap up and see how you guys are doing. I'm feeling great. I've been doing pretty good. I've been trying to visit every star on the hollywood walk of fame oh man i saw three this week because it takes a while and i get bored but well you're a real slow reader (laughs) a lot of people don't know (laughs) that about you i like to take my time and savor the words or the names rather i got to check out old jack nicholson classic la guy i thought you were doing us i thought you were doing a bit but it took you 10 minutes to read the name andy dick well, it's because it's a really funny name, I think. I think he was thinking about like what it means, you know? Man, I could not believe that's his name. That can't be real, he's, right? He's a real oh, guy. Real. He goes to Just Salads all the time, man. What have you guys been up to? Oh, you know me. I'm up at, uh, you know, I like to call it my little hacienda up there. Uh, I'm more of a, you know, you're saying a lot of L.A. stuff, but me, I'm more of a NorCal guy up there at Feel Good Ranch. You know, been up there growing crops, hanging out with people, you know, doing all kinds of easygoing stuff. 
you know. But, you know, I always like to come down here, come down to Sacramento, come down to L.A., come down to Fresno, catch a Chili Peppers concert, stuff of that nature. <laughs> I can't wait till their next show, man. I mean, I just got to L.A. last week. Uh, it's my first time in California, but I feel like I've been here forever. I'm I'm uh, checking Ticketmaster every day for when those Chili Peppers are going to announce another hometown show, you know. You know hey, those you know, guys got a they got a song about California. Yeah, well they got about 10 the of them. I mean there's there's California, S&P's, uh, the princess, I'm diseased. And then they got a Californication and they got the California animal is a bear. Ripping in a rocket down a California one. Like to go out and have California fun. I guess you're right. They do have more than one song about Cal. I never realized. That. I thought it was like kind of like the same. I guess I just like hey, don't man. notice like albums. Like it's all one song to me. Like I call an album a song basically. Like I'm like I'll go hit up Amoeba. I'm like, yo, man, you got that, you know, you gotta get that one song by Cheech and Chong or something. And the guy's like, No, man, like what are you talking? They did movies. And I was like, Oh, well, I mean No, they did you music guys got too. movies, Some people right? I don't know that. Well, it depends uh, if you're getting into the ayahuasca. <laughs> Maybe you're going to get some... Yeah, that's true. It's like a that's song Peru, could be a though. movie. Easy. Like, if you're, like, in the right state of mind and you're vibing, a song, like, could be a movie. Oh. You know what I mean? In a movie, it's, a like, movie it's got the audio. Song. It's like a song. Yeah, it's like it's really all one thing. Like, we're all connected. That's what and, I like, love about L.A. It's, it's outside like of the, the box same. thinking, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. No shirt, no shoes, no problem. <laughs> Listen, I'm glad we were able to meet up and record this thing. Uh, but, you know, I really got to get you guys up to Feel Good Ranch again, man. We're having a great time up there. You're really missing out. I know I hate to drag you away from Hollywood and all the busyness up here, but I really think you might like it being up in those hills, kicking back, going look at some flowers. Man, I got a dozen or so people up there with me, just like-minded. Where you guys? Where you guys at again? You want to tell everyone, you know, tuning in to the show. Oh, we're just we're just west of the Sierra Nevadas, man. Just west. So if you get to the Sierra Nevadas, man, you go west a little bit. You can't miss it. That's where we're at. You can't miss us. Feel good. You got about a dozen people up there. What's going on up there? You harvest well, we like or? to do kind of stuff like, uh, you know, where we get everybody who lives there to hold hands and then we like go around in a circle. We spend a lot all of right. time doing that, uh, you know, doing different types of meditations where we're all sitting around. We wait till the sunset. We kind of take pictures of it. You know, my uh, lover, Sequoia, she writes children's <laughs> books about how it's okay to walk barefoot in convenience stores, even when they yell at you. And, you know, she's free to go as she pleases, you know, and they all are. Listen, man, there's some crazy stuff going on up there, no doubt. Man, it's like you mentioned the Chili Peppers, but that lifestyle sounds like my other favorite band, the Grateful Dead. Uh, you know, it's just kind of laid Hey, man, those guys do what California was all about, you know? Yeah. Hey, I man, mean, really, they I just some like great to make albums. a playlist. I like making playlists that's just... Grateful Dead and Red Hot Chili Peppers alternating back and forth for about five hours. Like, you know, here in Cali, here in L.A., Cali, we got all kinds of stuff that you can do. Like we, talk, we got like, we got the surf, we got surfing. You guys got, you guys have been hitting the boards, the big swells lately. Well, you know me, I like to longboard to the beach with my surfboard and then I get on the beach and I surfboard and I longboard back up that hill going home. It takes a minute from the mountains, but you know, you know me, I'll get there eventually. Yeah, I got a I got a longboard with retractable wheels so I can just start surfing right off. I, I start my longboard up on a big hill. I go down the hill, I just coast over the sand, retract the wheels and psh, right into the ocean. Semi aquatic vehicle, man. That's all right. That's I like to nice. do that at you LA guys Beach. Both like to, you guys both like to hang ten. Hey, man, who's talking? You know, when it comes to guys with tie-dye shirts, you definitely have one. Man, my hair's going to be bleach blonde this summer. Just you wait and see. Oh, man, a little lemon juice, a little sun in. You're going to look like one of the characters on the famous California show, The O.C. Man, after I go surfing, I got to get me some frozen yogurt from Pink Belly. Then I got to go get my burger at In or Out Burger and then I'm just going to fucking chill. Oh, In-N-Out is the best food the, in the world. On the beach all day, just sunshine and no care in the world. That's how it is for me the last six days that I've lived here. 
were you hanging out at Venice Beach, checking out no, all I'm the muscles? No, I'm at the famous L.A. Beach in L.A. Oh, L.A. Beach. Oh, that's a choice spot, man. I, I heard the Red Hot Chili Peppers like to surf there. Well, they also like to rollerblade there because I saw them the other day on my rollerblading uh, yeah. route. Some people they were all rollerblading. That's, it's and I, also... I, I, I was wearing my Red Hot Chili Peppers shirt and they said, hey, man, that's us. And I was like, word up. And then we parted our ways. Some people say uh, Grateful Dead also liked the same uh, beach, you know? And some people say you could still see Jerry Garcia there sometimes. Yeah, everybody in California, man, I feel like has a great Flea story. Or they got a good Jerry Garcia story. Oh, or, Flea helped me move, man, right when I got here. Oh, yeah, Flea helped you move? What, a what nice you didn't tell guy, me that man. when I moved here this week? I had so much shit, man. He could have helped. He helped you, man. I brought him over. You just smoking too much grass when you got here. Whoa. <laughs> I was in uh, Fresno in a K-hole at some public park somewhere, and I'm nodding off, and I'm going back and forth, right? And next thing I know, somebody is feeding me coconut water out of a halved coconut and just feeding me and, and nursing me back to health. And I look up, and it's, it's just flea, you know? He just had this crazy innocence in his eyes, you know? Just looked at me like, like I was pure for the very first time. I'm not really into coconut water because it doesn't come from the earth, you know? It comes from about, like, eight feet above the earth and falls on you from the coconut. And, like, to me, I'm really more about, like, what's natural and coming, you know, from the ground. Well, coconuts can be really dangerous. I'm not trying to say that at all. One of them fell on Fred Flintstone's head. He thought he was a Formula One driver. They didn't even have cars back then. Well, coconuts fall down, then they're on the earth. So they kind of come from the earth, man. No, they end up on the earth. They don't come from it. Plus, you can smoke out of those things, too. Technically, the, the air is earth, man. What? Like the first it, time I met Flea, I was in Joshua Tree, you know, and I saw Bono there, and he was walking around. I was like, yo, Bono's here. He's just like on the, on the song cover, and like it was Flea dressed up as Bono because he said, I love the album, and I wanted to feel the true experience. I was talking to Bono at Joshua Trees once, and I was like, Bono, what are you doing down here? And he goes, I'm fighting AIDS. And I'm like, well, how are you fighting AIDS? You seem to just be kind of walking around from bluff to bluff, shirtless, you know, climbing up yucca trees at Joshua Tree. And he just, uh, you know, he, he just started freaking out. He just started yelling at me, started making fun of how dirty my feet were. Like, he totally flipped out. It was, like, total bad vibes, man. I don't want to, like, he call out a guy He kind of loses it when the like edge that. isn't around, and the edge doesn't always hang around, you know, like... It's crazy, because the Joshua edge... Tree, Joshua Tree, you can't plug in all his pedals. So you can well, the edge takes sounds. the edge off, man. That's what you, the, you realize about those gruesome twosome, man. If you got to deal yeah. with Bono alone... His you nickname be, should have been the edge off. It's a little clunky, but I get what you're going for. Yeah, they should have called they they should have called him the weed if he takes off the edge. You know what I mean, man? That's you know, just Cali talk, though. I wanted to talk a little bit about like some of the stereotypes that you know Californians kind of get stuck with, like that we don't do anything or don't have jobs, and like the jobs that we do have are like fake. And, like, essentially it's an entire economy that just, like, mooches off of each other all the way down. Um, and I think that's, like, totally not true. Like, we've all, you know, had jobs, had, you know, powerful work we've been, like, proud of. Like, I'm an independent business owner. And just because, you know, I like to get a little... I like to take the edge off, you know. I'm not there breaking my back every day. People like to say we're lazy. That's not true at all. What are some stereotypes about California you guys got to deal with? Well, I mean, I think people think that, like, everyone in California is, like, a movie star. And it's oh, like, hey, yeah. man, I wish. I, I mean, wish. You, were, you were in that one movie back in the day, though, right? I was just a small part. I was just an extra in Mrs. Outfire. Which is a great California movie, you know. If you want to know like what California is all about, that's San Francisco right there to a T. Wait, who'd you play in Mrs. Doubtfire? I was a guy at the store, but they got the trolleys, they got the hills. Oh yeah, you were bay. the guy. You were the guy that didn't know whether to call Mrs. Doubtfire Sir or Miss, and then you gave that classic look where you like look directly at the camera. 
and going on like what well, and you did the you did the cuckoo signal to make it look like Miss Doubtfire was crazy. I remember that now. Uh, I was like the cuckoo store guy. Well, like Alpine, you you were in that you were just on Big Bang Theory as an extra, right? The Big Bang Theory? No, I just moved here like six days ago, dude. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck oh, you're I talking thought you, about. I thought you worked quick. That's what that's what I was trying I to wish, say. I wish, man. I'm living that laid back lifestyle. I'm gonna think about that stuff eventually. I mean, I'd love to. You know, really, I want to direct, honestly. But I think I'm gonna start directing by writing scripts first, and I'm gonna break in that way. That's and a then, smart way of doing it. You got to get seen in LA. You know? Also, you like, get I think I'm going to invent my own superheroes now so that by the time I'm a director, I could direct my superhero movie that I made up. Now, if you want to be taken seriously in Hollywood, man, you know you got to wear a t-shirt and a blazer. I'm just wearing board shorts right now. Uh, these are made by Tommy Lee Custom. That's all I'm wearing. You know, another stereotype I have to deal with is people constantly saying we only listen to the Red Hot Chili Peppers. That's not true at all. Similar to like how Canada has, you know, rules where you have to listen to Canada music. We have to listen to California music all the time. Guns and N' Roses, man. The Eagles, Guns N' Roses. Motley Crue. Motley Crue. My favorite is uh, when they cover each other. Like when uh, Grateful Dead did that 20-minute cover of Danny California, and they're all singing <laughs> off key, and they're all noodling around on their guitars. That was so cool, man. It just shows so much love to like their their fellow Californians. Well, who was it? It was uh it was uh Don Henley who did that complete album cover of Californication called Henley Californication. <laughs> and he killed it, man. He did great on that album. Like that was you know, playing in the in every gas station I walked into for like three years. Or what about uh, well, with Van Halen uh, in the eighties, like the late eighties? They covered the Rapping Eagles to show Don Henley how much he influenced them. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. Speaking totally. of good friends with Henley, I mean, even the Beatles said if they could make England California, they would have. You know? Yeah. Oh, totally. I mean, California is like the Liverpool of America when you think about it. It's like a coastal town. Uh, it's all about the music, and everyone, right. everyone's doing drugs all it's the just time. Just a little, it's like just a little joint where everyone knows each other. You know, it's like one thing I love about L.A., especially in California, the state, is that in L.A. is like everything's close together. The public transportation. Yeah. Is, oh, totally. Yeah, dude. I don't even. Like, have I haven't a car, driven man. a car. Yeah. Yeah, I've never driven a I'm car. Not to me, to like a lot of people. To me, L.A. is like. This great place where it's like a thousand people that all know each other, it's and true. then the rest, the rest of them are just you know just poorer people that I just see right through. That I like, I just whenever they look at me, I'm just looking right through them. It's like a real tight knit community, man. As long as you're, you know, there's like this stereotype about California that it has uh 39.3 million residents. But honestly, it's more like since I moved here, it's more like it has uh, 39.3 million and one residents, honestly. And it's like tight knit like that. Well, you know me. I live in a little little uh, like borough, you know, little like kind of a little village called Silver Lake. And out here, people are different, you know, a little bit more quiet. But everyone smiles. Everyone says hello. Everyone puts up their curtains and their blinds and doesn't want to see what each other is doing. But. It's nice, you know, they give each other the privacy. Yeah, we're like real people, man. We're not just like swimming with the dolphins every day. You know, that's a bad example because I swim with the dolphins every day. But it's like there's tons of stuff about us that we're up to. And yeah, I guess I don't mind when like a New Yorker makes her funny little jokes, man. You know, do you. But, you know, I, I wouldn't trade swimming with the dolphins every day, you know, for anything. You know, yeah, Johnny, I got one. I'm glad, my, you, I got, I'm glad you brought that up because I've been looking for a good dolphin since I moved here. I haven't found one yet. Hey, I got, what did the Cali, what did the Californian say to the guy when he said, "What time is it?" What he said, "Who cares, man?" Oh, I never heard that joke before. I wonder why. Oh, it's not a joke. It's just truth, man. Well, if hey, if you guys are lo- looking for dolphins, right? I got one in my koi pond. His name is Anderall. He's able to understand six to seven words of English. Oh, wow. So, like, I don't have to go down to the beach. I got one of my own. He ate all the koi. I just throw more koi in there. He seems pretty happy to me, man. Man, dolphins are, like, the smartest fish. 
but the fact that he knows like seven words it's like kind of like a toddler in terms of intelligence but like for a fish that's so many words you know but like who is smarter like a toddler or a dog maybe they just have different types of intelligence this maybe they see things and understand things we don't know at all man yeah. I mean, like dogs how to swim underwater tell. and breathe with a blowhole. They say dogs can't see color, but what if they're just seeing different colors we don't know about? They might like see our personality and our soul. You know what I mean? There's no way to prove it, so like it's got to be something we take into consideration, man. Everything is like possible, basically. And like another thing I want to say about California is that like we live in the most beautiful place in the world. And I don't, you know, people. People talk about it, but this place is gorgeous, man. Big forests, mountains, deserts, everything you could want. And, like, a lot of people will walk around California, and it won't be, like, that great. Like, I I go to the mountains all the time. I'm like, this is boring. I go to the beach all the time and go, it's too hot. But if you go to, like, the IMAX and you can watch, like, the real California, I swear, man, it's the most I started weeping just tears of beauty watching just California landscapes on IMAX, man. Yeah, yeah, man. If you're like a Sagittarius like me, then you know how nature can be so calming and, and like perfect for your personality. But it's like, if you're listening to this and you're like a Libra or a Capricorn, we need you in California, honestly, because like the governor just put a mandated quota on immigration uh, by astrological sign. Uh, and so we really are looking for like Capricorns and shit to move here and just chill out because we want to have like a diverse community astrologically because that's just kind of what we're into. We're welcoming and like that. Please, so. no more Tauruses, you know, please. You know, steer the, you clear. know California, it was Governor Newsom just said that he signed that bill in the law saying that employers can no longer discriminate against Geminis. <laughs> when you're here, I mean, like you check out the landmarks. The beautiful thing about this place is like you just bring your phone everywhere and you just like kind of wear like some cool hoodie even though it's 90 degrees out and you you take a picture with your friends you can post it and then you leave the place you don't got to hang out people say oh like well it's hot in the desert like you guys said or it's too hard to climb up to the top of this place or like the griffith park observatory is like there's not much to do there it's like yeah but you could take some cool pictures and say like you know yeah, this like is what you, this is what we're all about, and then you just go back to someone's air conditioned uh, mansion and just like tweet stuff and post shit on Instagram. That's cool. If you're like a couple that's like on the rocks and like everyone knows you might break up, just go on like a hike together and just take like three pictures, and you're just good. Like you're just gonna, it's just fine now. You know, listen, you're probably going to move to Cali and be like, I'm going to be able to make it in the movies or in the music industry. And you're probably going to be like, you know, working on your beats that you've been making for years. And I'm going to have this play in a, you know, Urban Outfitters (laughs) (laughs) and get paid millions for it. But it's not that easy. Oh no! What like, you need to do, what you need to do, is you got to make connections. That's what it's all about. Here in NorCal, about half of the population is like guys that move down here to like write a screenplay or whatever, and then they end up like dating like an eighteen-year-old runaway, <laughs> and then they move to Fresno and like live happily ever after. Like oh, you never Fresno know what the, God's plan. I is. love L.A., man. I think it's the best city in the world. But if it wasn't the best city in the world, Fresno would probably be the best. city Fresno is the real California Gorgeous. to me. It's the real California. It's the real deal. It's, kind of it's, like, it's gross. It sucks. It's boring. It's like you don't understand Cali, then, man. Like you said, like it's got all that stuff. You know. Can I ask you guys a question as like a new Californian to like two OG Californians? Oh uh, yeah, man. It's kind of like we're just in- called Californians, by the way. I mean, whatever, man. Any I was told anything's chill here. I'm just gonna say what I feel, you know, but. I'm kind of wondering, like, my screenwriting career that I'm trying to start, like, do you think my cheekbones are high enough to be a screenwriter, or do I need to get some work done? Is no one going to take my screenwriting seriously if I look like this, you know? I mean, man, I'm going to lay it out like this for you. The most handsome guy in the industry, Jerry Bruckheimer, he doesn't care about any of that stuff. He just got his nose fucked up. I mean, fixed. And he 
looks amazing for 77 years old. I think you just got to make a lot of money and produce blockbusters and you'll be good. Dude, like, you never know what your path is either. My lover Artemis, like, she came down here when she was 22 and, like, she thought she was going to be a movie star and she's as beautiful as, like, the rising sun and has, like, like a body that looks like a 13-year-old boy drew it in a good way. <laughs> and, uh, you know, she didn't make it in Hollywood. And she just, now she she sells these decorative wicker baskets that are used to hold water. And she is free to go as she pleases from my, you know, from my farm, from my ranch, you know, from yeah, Johnny, my hacienda. We, we talked about the hacienda a little, but like what kind of crops are you growing up there right now? Well, like I, people always like, you know, they come at me because I go to every single Red Hot Chili Pepper show and whatnot, and like I'm always out there, and they're like, "You're so one dimensional. You probably got nothing else going on." But Feel Good Ranch, man, we're growing dozens of different types of Red Hot Chili Peppers: just Anaheim's, jalapenos, Cayennes, poblanos, guajillos, Scotch bonnets. Do you Red- grow chili peppers? Yeah, all of them. Those were all chili peppers. That's all I just said. You should oh, start your I own thought chili strain. peppers were just called chili peppers. You should no, start like your own red strain hot of chili um, peppers. Strain of pepper and call it uh, Anthony Kiedis pepper. Do you know one of the secrets to growing really good red hot chili peppers? No. You got to play them a little red hot chili peppers. Oh, do you no have little way. headphones that you put on each pepper? No, the plant on a speaker, it's easier because the headphones would probably rip plants in half. But they can't, probably can't hear the details on the speakers. They're not going to well, hear we play, that popping we play and it slapping in on face. We got flack. Okay, so. that's okay, I guess. So you, uh, you're up there playing like Stadium Arcadium for a whole bunch of crops on flack? Yeah. That's, how, that's or, out of sight, man. Or any of the other like dozens of red hot chili pepper albums that Here's i know thing, that like, i don't even have to say them because everyone knows i know them like mother's milk and the uplift the mofo party plan <laughs> i love the mofo party plan it's i like a, it jump was, around it was honestly most. a pretty good plan i like jump around the most probably um but uh, i like what you're doing up there because it's like peppers come from the earth right and they know in that earth that they're from California earth. So why would they not want to listen to the California band? You know, it's like kind of, you're kind well, of like California, teaching them their culture. California earth is the best place to grow stuff. I mean, you look up at Napa Valley, they people are like, well, that's wine country, the vineyards up there. Oh yeah. Do you think that that's the only thing they're growing up there? People don't realize that the wine plant is very similar to the weed plant, also known as cannabis or marijuana. It's true. Both of them come right off of the earth. Little, yeah. The, I mean, they come out. You got that good hilly soil. You got those racks set up, and it's growing all those little wine berries up and down. You can just drive by on the one, and you can see them, and it's just gorgeous out there. Love people dr- don't know. It. People are like, well, all those people are just—they're growing all these crops of wine plants. You know, you could go out there and harvest that yourself. It's a nice walk. You go out there, collect a lot of those wine berries. You can make your own wine. Yeah, here's a lot the of people got pl- they got pop, plenty of them. You can pop one of those wine berries straight off the vine and eat it, and you're going to get a buzz. But what a I lot like of people to do, don't know that a lot. What I like to do though is I bring my grinder. I like to pop a few of them in there, grind them oh, up. Oh right. I put them in my all pipe. Right. You know, you can smoke it too. It comes from the earth. You know, it's going to be the same thing as getting drunk. You're still getting kind of drunk, but it's like oh, more of a heady. Your, oh, it's more of a heady out, drunk. Is that that grinder you got with the rocketeer on it? That thing's awesome. That thing's yeah, man. awesome, man. I mean, all you got to know about the wine berries is you got the white and you got the red. And uh, red is kind of like an indica and the white's kind of like the sativa. You know, it depends on what you're going for. Well, also, but depends on the person. Could do the opposite effect. Everyone has to find the right strain of wine. Uh-huh. No, it's all, it's, you, you got to. People be like, I don't like to drink wine. I just get so hung over. I get a headache. I'm like, you haven't found the right strain. Yeah. I mean, so there's like more wines that are kind of there for like chilling you out. But there, and you know, there are some that like you can just, you can have a bunch of it and go out in public and feel fine too. You're some not going like to freak strain, out. Or my panic. strain, personally, my strain is like what people call cooking wine. That's all I drink is cooking wine. Oh, wow. I kind of like to like mix from- and match a little. Cause you know, sometimes when I have a dry wine, I get that cotton mouth going, you know? So then I need a really wet wine to kind of wet my whistle. I, I want to kind of go back. So you're just going like to the grocery store and just drinking cooking wine? I mean, it's what works for me. It tastes good. It's nice. 
I get like a clean buzz off of it. Most people that like, I'm like, you want a glass of wine? Like, oh, sure. They take one sip and they, you know, they want to vomit. They say, you know, this is terrible. Yeah. And I'm going, you know, hits me just right, man. They're like, is this winking owl? Did you get this at Aldi's? <laughs> hey, man, I wish we had Aldi out here, but uh, we just got, man, what do we got out here? Hey, man, we know what we have out here. We don't <laughs> yeah, have we to don't tell anybody. To you is. know, we don't got to prove to anybody that we're That's from right. California. That's right. In California, we know what California's got going on. That's true. Yeah. Plus, if you don't want to go to the grocery store, you can just go get in and out Yeah. And if you don't think In-N-Out is good, you should probably kill yourself. I mean, I use you know, In-N-Out as my grocery store. I know that's store. not chill to say. I know that's not chill to say, <laughs> man, but In-N-Out is sacred. Dude, it is my grocery store. I go there and I'm like, can I get a pound of lettuce on the side and a, about a pound of raw beef, too? I'm just going to take this home and cook it. And I'm, I don't have to go In-N-Out is the grocery store. That's true. Because yeah. groceries what, is just stuff you eat. What I like to do every once in a while is, uh, you know, get the veggie burger from In-N-Out. I order it on DoorDash and they send over you know, a self-driving car that's just filled, you know, with in and out and stuff. And we just throw all the doors open. We just start pummeling it out. And the car just takes off down the hill, speeds into traffic. It's just awesome. Like, where else in the world are you going to get that, you know? Dude, the self-driving car, that's another thing. Only in Cali could we invent something like that. Like, I know, like, uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, you know, being from California, these guys are kind of entrepreneurs too, where I talked to Flea when he was helping me move in this week and I had forgotten until now that I met him then. Uh, <laughs> I was talking to him and he had a new idea. He's like, he saw that self-driving car and he's like, what if they made a self-playing bass? He's like, it's fun being in a band, but what would be even more fun is if I didn't have to play music and I could just watch a bass play itself. So he's like trying to work on that like with like Mark Andreessen, I think. Like it's going to be really cool. Hey, maybe since th- you remembered that, you also remember that you were on an episode of Big Bang Theory when I said that earlier. Oh, yeah. I must have been so high, dude. <laughs> the crazy thing about Flea and the Chili Peppers is I didn't even know they were a band, right? Like, I just like Flea because I was a fan of the Wild Thornberries, and I knew he was the voice of Donnie. <laughs> yeah. He's like the kid that like babbles all the time. And I was like, yo, the show is great. Let's look up this guy's IMDB page. And it said he's in a band. It's like... Man, this guy must have a cool hobby being in a band and also being a voice actor. And then that's like, oh, wait, no, he's in the most famous California band of all time, the Red Hat Chili Peppers. And I was like, how have I never heard of these guys? I'm Cali born and raised. Yeah, dude, he's like a Cali legend, man. He he lives in Harry Houdini's house, I read. Yeah, I met Harry is there like Houdini. A big, uh, is there like a big giant chain and padlock around Harry Houdini's house? Like, oh, no one's getting into this place, man. No burglars allowed. I actually Impossible. Met, I met Harry or Houdini when I was doing my episode of Big Bang Theory, actually. Uh, he was the other guest on it. He was like really down to earth, you know? Oh, and man. Flea's, when you're at Flea's house, like you try to leave. You're like, how do you get out of this place? man? he's like, Houdini designed it that way, man. He has to show you like the trick. And the trick yeah, is you, you just walk to... through the door. You wouldn't expect it because you think there's a trick, but it's really just like <laughs> right right through the front door. Man, it's almost like the greatest tricks are the ones we play on ourselves, man. Yeah. The greatest trick I, I pulled after uh, after I was on that Big Bang Theory episode with him was making my paycheck disappear. Oh, man. It's because I spent it all. What'd you spend it on? You know me. I had to get me some board shorts by Tommy Lee. I had to get me... Some of that green grass that comes from the earth. And I'm not talking about the kind of grass that a cow eats. You Gotta get saying? a Dodgers hat, man. Oh, the uh, Golden State Dodgers? One Golden of my State teams. Lakers jersey. Yeah, that's you Gotta get a Rams jersey. Thank that's a God stereotype that they, about that California. They... Some people think that, uh, you know, we only like our teams when they're doing well, like the Kobe Lakers and whatever. But it's like, no, man, I'm all about my Golden State Rams, you know? They won. You know, gold, yeah, our Rams came home. They went to that dirty city for a while, but they came back they went to the to that, OG. That filthy city with that couldn't even finish <laughs> a ring, just has half a ring sitting in their city. And they slummed it up there for a little bit, but now they're back, man, and they're doing better than ever. They had to leave that St. Louis city because everyone there, I guess, died, apparently. Like well, you everyone just, in the city just died, so they didn't have any fans. Probably because they're unhealthy they hustle and bustle lifestyle, yeah. Well, because the Edward Jones Dome was technically a toxic waste dump. So, you know, you got to get out of there when the Listen, economy's bad. I don't want to talk about other cities any longer if they're not in California. Hey, Golden State Lakers just dropping Space Jam 2, and LeBron's in it. So get ready. Tim and Kyle Kuzma. 
Well, LeBron James, I did not like him before because he was not on L.A. But now that he's on L.A., I like him. We got all the startups here of companies where they like get a slave to like probably drive most, to your house and rub your feet. Like, that's right. Great the cool most, ideas are coming up The most up famous here in startup of all time, Apple, is based in California. That's Only right. Only in California can you get Apple stuff. That's why everyone moves here. My, uh, my lover, Neptuna... She's a game dev who makes a mobile game for children called Trouble Quest, where it dares kids to enter their mother's credit card for points. And, like, she makes a killing out there in Silicon Valley. And she's free to go, you know, from my home as she pleases. Like, no one would stop her if she would want to leave, if she would leave. And she has left. That's cool that you're so open door about that stuff, man. Oh, yeah. Got to put that stuff out front. Yeah, I noticed... um, you know, you're kind of working in with the board shorts there, and, and and Goliath, you got some great looking outfit there too. Well, you guys want to like go around and like tell these listeners what we're wearing? Well, you can see what I'm wearing. Oh yeah, do you want me to just describe it, or would you no, like to I describe can, it himself? No, I can describe what I'm wearing. I just gotta think about it. Why don't you just tell us what you're wearing? Uh, all Johnny? right. Well, Alpine, let me know if you need more time to think about no, what you're I mean, wearing. I can tell you right of... now, all I'm wearing is these board shorts by Tommy Lee. I mean, I mean, I was, they look good. When I was on uh, that um, that Big Bang Theory episode, Tommy Lee was there just checking it out. He likes to come to the set and just watch it get filmed, you know? And yeah. he approached me afterward because I was just wearing like normal people clothes like they wear in the rest of the country. And he was like, yo, I could tell you're new to California. And I was like, how could you tell? And he was like, cause you're not wearing board shorts with my face on them. So I paid him about 500 bucks. That's how my paycheck disappeared. I just offered it to him on the spot. I got these shorts with his face on them on the front and the back. It's, it's just his so face why, twice. How'd you lose your like sh- shirt then? Or like your oh, shoes? I didn't lose it. I threw it away when I walked out of there just wearing the board oh, shorts. Oh, cause it didn't match. Yeah. Well, you know, me, I, I mean, I, I got no style. Like, you know, I had to learn from the greats, you know, guys like Travis Barker. Oh, yeah. I was hanging out with him. We were hanging out by the Hollywood sign. That's when I, you remember Shellfish? That's when F- Shellfish disappeared, man. Shell fell into the big O. We hadn't seen him since. But like, Travis was like, hey, man, you can't wear those flip flops all the time. I was like, that's what Kelly's all about, right? He's like, no, sometimes you need to wear some skate shoes. And he was telling me, he's like, you need to try this out. And he gave me a Red Hot Chili Peppers t-shirt on. Did he give you any uh, Travis Barker Signature Series Skechers? I had to pay, but he gave me half off. Yo, so how was it meeting like Travis Barker? Like, I haven't met him yet, you know? Well, the thing about Travis is that he's all about the drums. He'll take them with him everywhere he's going. He has like a little mobile cart that drives around while he plays his drums. And you'll see him on like... Coming down, you'll be up in like, you know, middle of California, the PCH, that specific coast highway for those who aren't from California. And Travis will be coming down the road in the middle of the night just playing his drums. That's, or you'll that's see like, him on like um, the, the Walk of Fame or like, like at a Venice simpler Beach. version of what Tommy Lee does with his like roller coaster for his drums. And I know that like he got that federal funding to build a roller coaster lane going all, all the way down the PCH. And it's going to be just for drums that are on. Anyone could use it. If anyone else has a drum set that goes on a yeah, roller coaster. Yeah, drummer lanes. Yeah, they can Newsom use it. Newsom was talking about allowing drummer lanes, too. It's honestly, it's like honestly pretty efficient, like uh, eco-conservatively wise of like conserving the ecosystem. Well, it'll be electric powered. So yeah, exactly. Like There's no green exhaust. And, green There's and no stuff co- and like coal peace or, and love. Yeah, it's like just drum powered, basically. I think the drums, when you play them, charges the battery or whatever. So, like, it's kind of, like, eco-efficient, and, like, you know, I'm thinking the whole country's going to have these things soon. So, anyway, I'm wearing those Travis Barker Skechers. I got this Chili Pepper shirt on, as you can see. I got some board shorts, but they're just regulatory. <laughs> I knew that Alpine's going to come at me about that later, though. What are you guys wearing? Well, you know me. I'm in my bare feet. Got my white linen pants on. You guys know how well these things breathe. I highly recommend them. My feet are insanely dirty, completely black on the bottom. My toenails are jacked up, but that's just, you know, who's got the time? I got like this uh, sleeveless zip-up jacket, more like a vest, kind of zipped up one-fifth of the way. And of course, I am absolutely swimming 
in one of those giant Lenny Kravitz shawls that are about 10 feet long. And uh, I can kind of crawl up into this like a cocoon. This was actually a gift from the native people of the tribal village of Sacramento. It used wow. to be said that ancient Sac town, man. I haven't yeah, been up there in a minute. Ancient Sacramentoans would uh, weave a new shawl during times of mourning, like when they would spill like a glass of red wine or something. How are the Golden State Kings doing up there? Oh, man. The Golden State Kings are always balling out, living their best life. Those guys can play ball. Not like my Lakers, though, or my Clippers. <laughs> I do want to say anybody interested in checking out the maybe NorCal way of life, uh, got to be wary of those... Forest fires, you know, a little bit. Can, can get a little toasty up here. They come on all the way down here. They creep, you know. They're creeping. They'll catch you. You'll be waking up in the middle of the night. You know how, like, chefs will get, like, those little, like, their fingers don't even feel the pan anymore. That's kind of like how my whole skin is. You know, because kind of your house We're will, all about the fires here, yeah. I mean, people around the country, you know, they'll come to be like, it's such a horrible thing that's happening, these big fires. And it's like, no, man, we love it. That's what Cali's all about. We like well, the fires. You got to be careful. It's part of it's living just, here. You know, these shawls that we have, this, a, a single ember, if somebody ashes their cigarette out on one of these shawls, man, the whole thing's going up in less than... It's like film reel, you know? So you know, when those... You wouldn't have you know, any I sleep other way, in my though, shawl. You know? Oh, no, like, I wouldn't have like it free range. The fire, all. The fire's free range. You know, you got to let it go. You wake up, house is on fire, not a big deal. You go run away from the fire. Only real problem is sometimes that fire creeps around. You're in a circle waiting to catch on fire. And that's when it can get pretty bad vibes. But other than that, it's just easy come, easy go, amigo. Yeah, I mean, I was hanging out the other day with Ryan Felipe at the Greek. You know, there's no show going on. We just like to hang out there, you know, you know, kind of just relax and maybe smoke a little grass or, you know, have a little bit of a... Uh, a little bit of Malibu rum, you know, because Malibu's close to here. And uh, he's telling me, he's like, you know, being a movie star, it's not always so chill, but I think, you know, the universe for putting me here where I am today. And I was like, that's so true, man. Oh, yeah, man. That's crazy. And I, I, I don't know. I was hanging out with uh, Ryan Gosling and we were, you know, just kind of workshopping, brainstorming uh, a new Scorpion jacket for Drive 2. And he was just, like, looking at me like, you know, Ekimosabi, ain't it amazing to live here, this beautiful, beautiful beachfront paradise? And I said, yeah. Why don't we get a couple girls in here and mix it up? And, you know, know, Ryan. (laughs) Oh, the goose. The goose. The goose is loose. When the goose is loose, you better watch out, you know. Well, he's got that 30-person hot tub, and if you tell him it's just a warm pool, he gets so mad. He's like, no, it's got bubbles, and he'll stare at you, and that, that stare will cut deep into your soul, and then you'll go, well, I want to fuck this guy, you know? And I, I'm sorry to be crass, but, I mean, that's just how Callie is. I mean, sometimes you want to fuck a guy. My uh, lover, Esmeralda, sold him this joke mood ring on Etsy where the only mood that it shows is horny. But now he'll look at it, and he doesn't know it's a joke one. He just thinks how horny he is all the time because that's what the mood ring's telling him. In truth, he's not even horny. It's just a trick ring. But I don't have the heart to tell him. He could be a little bit intense. But he's oh, and Esmeralda as as is free to go as she pleases, by the way. Oh, that's nice. A word up. I was going to say, the goose, he's, he can be intense, but most of the time he's just joking around. But, I mean, not like Leto. I mean, Le- Jared Leto, he's a... He took that I to mean, heart. We all crash at his, uh, his commune for like a few months. Oh, yeah. That was kind of the blueprint for he Ranch He gave us Feel all good. those tattoos and like, I mean... Yeah, I didn't even want one. An amazing human, but yeah, he'll force he, stuff on you. He got me when I was sleeping in the upper thigh, too. It's not a good and spot then he, to get he a wake tattoo. Up, I mean, they're very intricate, beautiful tattoos, and he does it like so quickly, but he'll jump, jump on you with that. Uh, yeah. That he gave needle. me a tattoo of Travis Barker, and my Travis Barker tattoo has all his real tattoos in there. Like, the, the line work is crazy, you know? And you, you ask Jared Leto, he's like 60 years old now. You're like, how do you still look this way, man? He's like, look around you. And I was like, fair enough, you know? California's got palm trees. Well, you heard, you heard about that secret place up in Montana he goes to, and he sits in a jar for two weeks. I mean, I don't know if we're allowed to talk about that. We might. I don't get, think like, we're allowed. Yeah. Sued. Like we gotta like. 
kind of I mean, the word's going around, though, because when I was doing my episode of Big Bang Theory, everyone was talking about it. (laughs) It's amazing how you remember all that now. Well, maybe we should only (laughs) hint at it and not talk about it in detail. So let's get back to Callie. Yeah, well, I I had another interesting conversation recently, something we haven't talked quite as much about yet. Uh, My friend Bud Smokum, he really kind of helped set me up here. Like, you guys helped me out a lot, but so did he. You know, he's like my other good friend. But I was talking to Bud... And he's always got that hookup, you know what I mean? Like he's all over the place, man. Yeah, he's, he's a got real the character. hookup. He's in my yoga classes, dude. Yeah, and so like you know, he was like, "If you need a hookup, just come to my brewery where I make my famous IPA." So he's a he's got he's a brewer. Yeah, which he's, I didn't really see coming. Yeah, I really a, thought he was gonna he's be a brewer like at uh, Smoke Him If You Got Him Industries, that famous uh, craft brewery around here. I was really upset with myself because I thought, here's a guy that's going to be incredibly one-dimensional. He only wears tie-dye. Even his pants are tie-dye. His name is Bud Smokum. He's got really, really red eyes. And it turns out, you know, he's a brewer. And he doesn't even smoke weed. Yeah, I felt true. really bad and really it's judgmental. like in California, you can't just like stereotype people, you know? Not like everywhere else. You know, you could stereotype people in New York nine times out of ten, you're right. But around here, you you're just can't right. do that. You're right, yeah. He's got well, he's, we, he's got we, the we clear eyes. He carries the clear eyes. Chunks. I watched my first Cheech and, so- Chong, <coughs> Cheech and Chong songs with him. Wow. Oh yeah. He's like he's like these guys. There's something off about these guys. Dude, he's yeah. like Cheech and you know Chong's music. He's like, what do you mean? Their music just hits different when you're off that IPA. Like me and Bud Smokum will sometimes just go to the brewery and kick it, put on some Cheech and Chong, and like knock back two or three IPAs, and that shit just like sounds different when you're in that mindset, you know? Well, like I really think Santana copied off of them. That's you know, the point. stuff Cheech and Chong were doing before the movies was like just you'd never listen to it, but Santana is very derivative of it. Yeah, I mean Cheech and Chong when they would do those like fifteen minute guitar solos with no jokes or lyrics or anything, that shit was crazy. Yeah, those notes went all over the place, man. It was a real jam. Now listen, people will think California like oh it's all beaches and vacation. Yes, it is that, but they also don't talk about the desert. And the desert isn't always so kind. It's a very spiritual I'm, place. There's things out there that men don't know of. What are you uh what are you referring to there? A lot of people think that the Sasquatch is up in the Pacific Northwest, like in NorCal. But there's a desert Sasquatch, a desert Bigfoot, and I've seen it, man. I mean Whoa. you talk about cryptozoology. California's a place to be. We got every biome, buddy. Dude, I heard that the desert Sasquatch is a Libra, and most of like the conventional Sasquatches are like Aquarius, so like they don't even get along, honestly. A lot of people think it's just a really big chupacabra because it's in the desert, but they would be mistaken. And that is a mistake you would pay with with your life. When I saw it, I was hanging out with you too. They were at Joshua Tree dressed up as Red Hot Chili Peppers because it said... We want to go in disguise so no one recognizes that it's us, you two, here at Joshua Tree. Oh, we weren't uh, there. We weren't there. Oh, you two. I see. Like the band U2. Yes. So oh. Bono, Bono's dressed up like Anthony Kiedis. And the edge is Flea, even though he plays guitar, not bass, like Flea does. But well, every guitar like, player dreams of like playing the bald. bass. But they're both like bald, right? So like he dressed up as Flea. And then like U2 is hanging out as the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And we're all camping out. We're passing around some of my cooking wine, smoking some of the good stuff, having the Cali life, and then we see this UFO passing over at the hills. Oh, man. And I go, look at that. And Bono Kiedis, he goes, that's a plane or a helicopter, man. But, you know, in his thick Irish accent, I could barely understand him. I had to turn on subtitles in my mind. And I'm like, no, man, that's a flying saucer. That's a UFO. That's what Cali's all about out here. And he goes, no shit. And I'm like, yeah. And then we hear this screaming out in the desert. And I was like, and that's the desert Bigfoot. Then we saw his eyes glowing. Wait, you saw the Bigfoot after the UFO, right after you saw the UFO? <laughs> it's California. I can't explain it. You know the mysteries of this land? I know Just the mysteries well of California. I, I know it. I'm well acquainted. It's because with Bono, you know, it's like he doesn't know about those aliens because he's got the wrong kind of green over there in Ireland, you know? Like the, well, they the have Fleet all Edge leaves. just the Fleet Edge never talks, so the Fleet Edge was just silent. But he knew he knew what I was talking about. He was yeah. Nodding. But for Bono, he's all he knows about is like those four leaf clovers that are covering. They're an invasive species in Ireland. You know, he doesn't know about that. <laughs> he doesn't know about that kind of green, <laughs> that kind of green over here that makes the aliens always drawn to California. You know what I mean? 
I was like, hey, man, this will really make you feel lucky. Try this. Can I tell you guys something I ain't ever told anybody before? Yeah. Shh, please. All right. I was a Joshua tree, right? I was going alone, planning a three-day solo meditation without food or water. And uh, first day went good. Second day, I started getting pretty hungry, not going to lie. And by the third day, I was starving. I also really wanted some water, and it was hard to meditate because I was so hungry and thirsty. So you probably had the munchies, man. You weren't starving. You probably just had the munchies. Something just called to me, you know? I get up, and I, and I walk up onto this mesa, and it, it's nighttime there. And I see all the stars shining and whatnot. I see a little flash of something. I walk around the side, and I swear... About three feet away from me, man, I saw a Pikachu. <laughs> and we were just looking at each other. And like it, after about like a couple, like five seconds, which felt like a lifetime, it just dashes off, man. It just runs off. I can't see where it went. And I was like, I got it. And I'm like, nobody will believe me, man. That's from a video game. Nobody will believe me. Dude, but I, I swear, you. man, I swear, man, I, I, I came you. face to a face lot of people, with a real-life Pikachu. A lot of people are going to say, like, you're probably doing drugs or you're hallucinating. No. You ever consider that maybe drugs allow us to see those no, things? No, man. No drugs. How about that? No nothing. I was just, oh, wait, like, wait. I was just like starving, Hold up. and I hadn't Hold had up. any water in like three days. Hold on. Pause. Can we pause here? Like, what do you mean, no like no weed? Like, no weed, what do you man. mean? No it's not a drug. No, what do you earth, mean? It's not a drug. No, yeah, but, but even if it calls it a, like, what do you mean? No weed? You didn't. What do you mean? I ran out on the second day. Oh man, that's a bummer. Yeah. Oh man. And and check this out. I ran out of food, and water two days earlier. So like I when I I hadn't ha I was on no drugs right. I wasn't even on food or water. I was on. You could nothing. have died. No man. You were the gone off nothing. Allowed that to happen, man. I was gone off that nothing. I had had nothing, man. And I saw it. That's how I know it's real in my head because I had had nothing. Not food, not water, not even a cookie or a Dorito, you know? And I saw that Pikachu and we made eye contact and it was real. Can I, can I also confide in you something that happened to me that's like not that different actually? Sure. So like after I did my Big Bang Theory episode, I was like, I need to catch some waves, you know. You've been a, it's you've been all year a week, but you've been really busy. Well, that's really my only thing that happened to me was doing the Big Bang episode. So I keep bringing it up, except when Flea helped me move, I guess. But so you know, after well, also episode, you met Tommy Lee. Well, he was at the Big Bang Theory shooting though. Um, but anyway, I got well. You still, know, that's one episode, of the seven days. I just wanted to, uh, you know, get catch some waves because I wanted to relax after acting so much. So I hopped on my longboard, <laughs> I jumped in the air over all the sand and did a big kick flip over the sand and then turned it into a surfboard and I was out there surfing, you know? And like Wait, on the water or the sand? No, on the water. I made it all the way to the okay. water. And I'm out there, you know, I'm feeling a little lazy. I'm not even gonna hang ten. I might have been hanging seven or eight out of ten. Now that's you know? funny. Um and now that's I the humor swear, we like here in California. I looked down into the water and I swear I saw a water sasquatch with his own surfboard he was underneath the water but then he popped up out of the water shot 10 feet in the air caught the biggest wave on the beach that day and he was hanging a full 10 off that surfboard and then he just disappeared back into the ether of the ocean wow. that's crazy were you and were guess you... what he said guess what he said to me uh after he went like before he disappeared what did he say he said cowabunga dude that's crazy. He just sounds like you or I. What do you think he meant by that? I don't know. <laughs> I guess that's the funny thing about nature. Well, I was with uh, my good pals, Tony Hawk and Joseph Gordon-Levitt, the other day at our favorite restaurant, you know, California Pizza Kitchen. <laughs> we all get our own pies, you know. <laughs> and I'm a Hawaiian guy. I'm like, you know, Ho California may be the best, but Hawaii's got the best pizza. Even though it comes from California Pizza Kitchen. Yeah, my, my problem with Hawk, most pizza is that it's not sweet enough. Tony Hawk said, this makes you want to skate. And he, like, I was like, hold on, we can skate after this. And we're going to hit the pipes, you know. And Joseph Gordon-Levitt, he was telling me about how he saw 
something on the beach recently. And he was saying that it moved like a man, but it was hairy. And I was like, well, there's a lot of guys on the beach, those muscle beaches that like to lift weights. They're out there pumping iron in the sun every day. And he goes, no, man, those guys are hairless. They're bodybuilders. And I was like, you know, that's true as hell, Joe. And he was like, this thing was a monster and it was a beast. It was like nothing I've ever seen. It was pure evil. But also it seemed kind of chill. And I was like, well, that's got to be a beach Sasquatch. And he said, that's crazy. Those things aren't real. And I said, what about this? And I showed him a Google search of beach Sasquatches. In 1974, a man named Coke Walker took a picture on vacation right here in Los Angeles of this blurry beach Sasquatch. And it said to steal people's food and their drinks and go back under the pier and hide where it makes like bad smells or something. I don't know, but it's real as hell. And then Tony was like, enough of this stuff. Let's go skate. And at that point, you know, all of us had finished our pies and we said, all right, let's peace out. Dude, I believe it because I heard another story from Bud Smokum about beach Sasquatches that he swears is true where one time him and his sweetie were down at the beach and they wanted to take a picture together to show everyone they came to the beach. And so, you know, the sun was really bright and they could barely see, but there was a stranger that standing next to them and they're like, hey, stranger, can you take a photo of the two of us? And the stranger was like, yeah. And um, he was like this really hairy, tall guy and they couldn't see him because the sun. And he took the photo of them. But then when they got the photo roll back, there was also a picture, a selfie of the beach Sasquatch because he turned the camera around and he took a selfie and put it on Bud Smokum's camera roll. No lie. And he's still got that photo to this day. Wow. I don't know much about like the Sasquatches and the stuff you've been saying. I ain't, I ain't ever heard of that. But, um, you know, recently, actually, I didn't think much of it at the time. But now the guys, the st- stories you guys are telling me is I was with my lover, uh, Sephora, in a wooded glen drinking red wine and we were collecting flowers to make into flower crowns and um you know we're just kind of going for the more sprightly colored ones like looking at we're laughing we're drinking wine we're making out uh, you know the sun is shining it's a sunset she, you know she's wearing a white dress you know i'm wearing a white suit it was digging the, your toes into the sand yeah we're all barefoot the ground is super muddy and it's typical california stuff and um you know, I turned the corner of this big tree and uh, I just see, you know, this thing looking at me. And I think it was Harry from Harry and the Hendersons. It's like eight feet tall, covered in hair. I mean, I heard he moved up there. Yeah. And so I just, I, I hit him with the shaka, you know. Uh, and I said, free and easy, beautiful. And I turned around. And he turned around. We went our separate ways. Man. Whoa, that's so trippy, dude. That's some wild stuff. And I'm just realizing now that I think the song by the Chili Peppers called California Bigfoot is about these creatures. I mean, well, And yeah. actually, that one song called Pikachu, I think it was about a California Pikachu. They were saying how much he likes to surf in that song. They must have met a Pikachu, too. Maybe, man. Anything's possible in California, man. This is the land of... Stuff that's in it. I want to leave out some like Pikachu food and a camera and see if I can like you know befriend it. I guess. Man, Pikachu's. You know they don't like to stay in the Pokeball though. But that's how we are here in California. It's all free. Yeah, range, that's good. So. I don't have yeah. any of those. I'd Pikachu's have to put got a the most California personality of any Pokemon because he's all free range. Yeah, yeah man, he's, he's like, like a little chicken. He doesn't <laughs> care if he's early or on time or late. You know, it's just you get there when you get there. Things happen when they happen. And uh, I think, wait, what were we doing? No, man, we were telling our stories. I we think were, we need to hang out wait. with Flea. I want to ask Flea about the California Pikachu now. I need to pretend like I'm moving again so he'll come help me and we can ask him. I got to well, tell I you, gotta man. Well, ret- I got to return some of his flack stuff he lent me, so... We got to, uh, you know, I wanted to just thank you for having this, like, great idea, Goliath, to, like, get us all on here... Just oh, smiling, no doubt. laughing, great... talking about California. This is so chill, like, man. There's no pressure to f- to record this, you know. Just want to pay you tribute, and you know, I want to pay Alpine you tribute, and I want to like give you welcome, and like you know, I'm 
uh, just give you honor and give you like peace here in your time in California. Wow, like, thank you. All right, and, and I just honor you thank both. Thank you all, and honor you, and thank you, and like seriously though, like I want just nothing but good energy. Your being yeah, to me I is mean, like the purest shit. I'd love to stick around and honor you guys too, but I need to get some sleep tonight. I need my beauty rest before uh, I get the call back for Big Bang Theory to do my second appearance next week. Oh yeah, hey, man. Yeah, honor to Big Bang Theory and tribute to you know Tommy Lee and Red Hot Chili Peppers, both the band and the produce, and like, yeah, I'm just probably like, looking forward to seeing that California sunrise. You know? I'm feeling really good. I'm feeling really good about how this all went. Like, I, I'm gonna be touching your guys' shoulders a lot till I leave. All right. Well, I've been too distracted to do anything else because this is boring now. So I'm just gonna shut it off. Yeah. All right. All right. Catch you all later. Thanks for listening.